three, two, one, big clap. Welcome to the Afrotaku Podcast, episode 61. I'm Mr. Good Guy, a.k.a. MGG, and I'm joined here by my co-host who will introduce themselves starting right now. Hey, it's Player 5. What's going on? It's Joker. What up, what up, what up? I am Gramps. Cool. All right, uh, kicking it straight off. Uh, with story time, but as usual, we're asking a, a Afro Taku's question. So this one comes from TikTok, the world of TikTok, actually. And it was a video I saw by, uh, I think his name is Just a Baseman. Um, I'll, you know, add the details in it somewhere in the description or whatever. But anyways, he was talking about the Marvel Universe and uh, who he wanted to see casted as different stuff. And he actually said um, he wanted John Carlo Esposito, who I believe is the guy who plays um, the Los Poyos Hermanos guy in, um, what do you call it? Why am I forgetting the name? Breaking Bad. Uh, that guy, he wanted him to play Charles Xavier, and then he wanted uh, Denzel Washington to play Magneto. So I'm not going to talk about the first part, but I am very interested because when he said that, to me, it clicked in a bunch of different ways. But... Uh, Denzel Washington as Magneto. Do we think that that is a good move or a bad move for Marvel? Of course he can pull it off. I mean, he could pull it off, but I think the key of what NGG just said there would be, like, good for Marvel, which is going to be, like, interesting. So, so, like, you know, introducing the whole multiverse, you know, expanded, like, our watcher kind of like state of mind as far as you know who could really play who and like what really makes sense so even going back to like i think like well, who did it first like maybe like loki or something but anyways um i just feel like as always the community is gonna be looking at the fact that they're being raised you know like denzel is like you know the top actor to us because obviously we grew up we homie right Everybody else ain't going to be feeling that same way in almost like every other racial group, right? So as soon as like Denzel, again, like a popular um, big time actor, but still more so for the black community than everyone else, it's like, how is that really going to impact MCU as a long run? At least if they keep Denzel like in that role for multiple movies, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's where I'm just like, eh, you know? I mean, overall, though, don't get me wrong. Like, I feel like that movie would be hot as far as, like, the true role of, like, the kind of characters, personas that uh, Denzel plays, like, matching with Magneto. That's more or less spot on to me also when I first saw Mm -hmm. that, too. So the logic is there. But as far as to how the, how, like, everyone else is going to react, I feel like there's definitely going to be some, it's going to be, like, another controversy, another debate, and it's just, I don't know, I'm just getting kind of annoyed in that concept. It's like, I want to keep pushing it, you know, like, you know, for the way, for the community, like, 100%, but it's like, it's just so tiring to keep on going through that same debate that anyone could be anyone on TV, but. Mm -hmm. What was the last one? Uh, The Little Mermaid? That was right. the last one when I mean, everybody went like, up in arms. Yeah. <laughs> like people were really one. hot about that, bro. Like we're talking about Disney right now. Like fuck. Like, there were She-Hulk. even like other. Oh, what's up? No, I said they were mad about She-Hulk. They were mad about um, uh, Andor. I think in Obi Wan, not Andor. Obi Wan though, the sister, or whatever. There's like a black oh, woman right, that right, plays right, a right. Jedi. Both oh yeah, and. 
And then um, the Game of Thrones, right? That was like a whole black oh, trial. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the Valerians. They was mm-hmm. cold, though. Yeah, you know. No, I mean, but that's just it. I mean, oh, go ahead, Pifa. I was going to say, I think that the whole issue with that and that sometimes I can agree with some of them is like, I, I don't want a change just to see a change, right? Because then I feel like you're you're kind of treating people like they're less than and they can't compete. What I want is people to be given a fair chance and then let the best person succeed. And then on top of that, if you are making a uh, a racial change, I personally would like it to come with like some type of weight to it, right? Like I don't just want to see black Magneto, right? Just to see a, a nigga up there. It's, it's, it's tons of black people. Give me Spike, fucking me. Like give me, give me, give me Storm. But this is what I would say, right? I do think um, Denzel would fit um as magneto because he can deliver these like really good monologues and we know magneto is known for basically being like a charismatic dictator right i think that denzel could pull that off i don't agree with casting a black man as magneto for uh one reason um oh i said though yeah oh what'd you say no, no, no i like as soon as you said that it's like ah that's true too but anyways i'm sorry keep going Oh, yeah, I was going to say that uh, one big reason I don't agree with casting him as a black man is because a lot of Magneto's identity, why he don't fuck with and he don't trust with people in general is because he was a Jew during the, you know, the, the time of the Nazis. Right. That may make him a little bit too old to be our Magneto. But I think that then we should relate him to a religious struggle of the modern century. I think he, uh, he should be a Muslim. If we recast him nowadays, Magneto should be a Muslim. I love to see that nigga, bro. That that go hard for me. I mean, again, like from a movie standpoint, it's actually a very interesting idea. I would like to see that on like on screen too. But I think that would even more like inflame the public as far as like you know going from Jewish. To but that'd make it so funny, bro. I mean, well, like, funny. <laughs> I mean, bro, you just sitting back That's watching the funny. chaos. Like, I get it, but you already know the community. Like, that but, would but be- let's think what? about X Men though. The whole point of X Men is to be like y'all niggas is racist. How can you root for these these mutants while and, doing the same thing? Y'all yeah. niggas didn't like Jews. But, How can you root for Magneto when going through the same thing? But I feel like that's why it should be a black dude. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. I'll jump in. I'll, I'll jump in with my. So, like to me, the reason why I felt like this worked right was because the thing that I hear a lot, and I don't know if this is just like, you know, Stanley like let it run and he didn't really mean this or if it's true. I don't have the the history the like comic book backing, so correct me if I'm wrong here, but they've always talked about this whole Charles Xavier's MLK, uh De- uh Magneto is Malcolm X thing, right? Yeah, I've heard that before. Why too. not bring that to the twenty first century? One, two, Denzel played Malcolm X. <laughs> Three <laughs> Denzel, like my biggest issue with Magneto was even though he had such a sad story, like uh, one of my favorite scenes from the original X-Men movies was the beginning where they show Magneto as a kid activating his powers during the Holocaust. You get what I'm saying? Like that was a very meaningful moment where I felt like connected to the villain. My problem is after that, I never felt connected with Magneto. Like every time Magneto did some shit, it still felt like I was on the side of the X-Men. I never fully like was on his side in the argument. To me, Denzel is the guy to play a villain where you'll definitely be on his side. You know what I'm saying? That's what he does. Mm -hmm. John Q. That was a guy, you know, 
holding up a hospital, but you wanted that man to win the whole time. You get what I'm saying? So I feel like he's going to play a more likable villain. And then, too, if you're playing that whole race thing in general, why not just bring it now to the 21st century? I think those issues are at the height right now. And Denzel would be like the perfect vehicle to kind of like voice the, the like, I don't want to say extremist, but like the this makes sense giving what happened to black people, why he's standing on the side that he's standing. And I think people mm. would be a lot more like, Hmm. Well, at least me, I, white people may not get it, but I think black people would be a lot more like, you know, I don't know if this nigga is wrong. The same way they were like in black Panther, um, on Michael B. Jordan's side, like in mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan to me was, was just a tad of. bit more crazy than De- I think Denzel would play that role. I think Denzel will play that role to where you're like, no, this nigga's spin. Like Michael B. Jordan was like, niggas was like, yeah, I rock with what he said. But to me, I was still like, that nigga a little bit, he a little bit he, crazy. He, he, he just, he, and he with just Michael B. Jordan's role, <laughs> with Michael B. Jordan's role, he sounded like a young, angry black man, essentially. Right. So it, it, didn't, it need, didn't hit that, as yeah, hard. But exactly. But with Denzel, you're going to get that poise of like, no, nigga, I thought about this shit. <laughs> like, you can't just <laughs> counter me with your, like, your little whatever. It's like, no, I got a one up for that, too. And to me, having that relationship, you're still going to see him as a good person at heart. But at the same time, he's a villain. Like, I think that's going to be a villain that I'm like, oh, I'm actually on your side. And that was something I always wanted from Magneto because given his story, and the way he talks, you feel like you should be on his side. But I don't know if it's just me. I just never felt like that nigga was right. I always felt like when I was watching the 90s yeah. TV show, it just always seemed like I was just never really on this nigga's side. And I think that would be the first time I'm like, yep, I feel like this is how Magneto should be played. Somebody where I totally get the side you stand on and I can see how you convince people who aren't just evil because a lot of the people on Magneto's side, at least the way it was played in the TV show, those mutants were either outcasts or just like actual, actual assholes. To me, I could see people where you're like, no, this actually a good guy who got convinced to be on Magneto's side. You feel what I'm saying? I could see niggas from the X-Men side actually switching because this guy spin. You feel what I'm like, you really want to, you really, come on, bro. You saw what just happened to your, brother sister whatever like you never gonna get that on my side bro we gonna run they fade <laughs> we gonna pull up question um did they ever um have any of that in uh my hero vigilantes did they ever have that that type of thing where you had to question okay this thing got superpowers and he over here trying to you know do superhero stuff even though he's not qualified superhero and you know that with that being like illegal and everything did that conversation ever pop up with vigilantes? Uh, not not that I know of. Like they keep it pretty simple in vigilantes, or like not that I can think of at least right now. I feel like for the most part in my heroes vigilantes, things were straightforward. Like this guy is is the bad guy. He's doing bad things for like obviously bad reasons, and this guy's a good guy doing good things for good reasons. It wasn't too much. Okay. Yeah. I was I was gonna try to see if, if we had like an example of somebody that was like that that we can say, okay, this nigga is a great example of somebody that we've seen within the anime or manga uh um community who actually um shows us what that would be like where you can Maybe say, like Okay, light. I can take his side. Who? Light? Yeah, like I mean light's original purpose was just to kill 
bad people, Criminals. yeah, then you True. start tweaking. You know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so maybe him. <laughs> uh, you know something? I, I will say this. Uh, I think that I agree with y'all that. Magneto all lends himself to being a black man because of the situation they put him in to be an allegory to uh, black plight. Uh, the only reason I would still urge to keep him as a religious outcast and not a racial outcast is for one small detail. Maybe they don't even have to bring it up. I know that sometimes there are like the ugly mutants that are like, hey, Magneto, why would I follow you? Why would I listen to you? You don't know the shit I have to go through. You get to be like a pretty mutant. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then his his response is always kind of like, basically, my boy, I was a Jew. I, I was being persecuted before this mutant shit. You know what I'm saying? And then that mm-hmm. get niggas to kind of fuck with him and respect with him. And it's not necessarily like... Can't you um, use that argument as a black person too, though? 100%. <laughs> That's what I, I was thinking about that. I was like, I literally, literally like, we can't, bro. we walk out with this bro. this darker skin. I literally like, you can be like, yeah, some time. Me, like, I was listening. Right. <laughs> I was trying to give him some time. Y'all get the gun, man. He could have got that. Like, he was going to get that. Uh, I was like, police killing me left and right, my G, bro. Like, they, they don't want me on these streets either. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess we we could cast them. You know, my vote is gonna be no. Yeah, but I personally right, well, so feel I mean, like okay, we not okay. We not ready for it. I'm gonna be honest. Like, I think in order for that to happen, like this would have to be something that I would say is like uh, almost like a Joker in the DCU, uh, mm. where it's just a a movie that's kind of off to the side. And its own like Focus thing because I feel yeah because I feel like bringing it into the MCU, they're not going to hit on the topics that need to be hit. It's just going to be Denzel is playing Magneto and not like Denzel is playing Magneto. Like the topics that we want him to hit and like explore, I think needs to be explored by a director that's ready to have those conversations or like a writer yeah. team that's ready to have those conversations. Another I was thing gonna... MCU, I feel like if they want a really big role, they don't hire niggas that you know like that. Yeah. You know hmm. what I'm saying? They always pick some dude where you go like, I, I think I know him, but you don't I've know I've seen him before. <laughs> yeah. BC list kind of thing. I ain't gonna lie. One person that I could see it if, if it wasn't somebody that was black, black, because technically I think he's like Mexican or something. Um, um, old buddy from Kaleidoscope or from uh, um, yeah, that's the guy that there's uh, in the video he was saying should oh, they wanted him to be the Charles, they wanted Charles Xavier, which I thought was oh, interesting. I was like, he's I typically I, a villain, yeah, I would, kind of an asshole. Much, I would much I more likely see him. I think he'd be a perfect Charles Xavier, bro, really. We and you fuck with him, but he also got that bad side because like Charles is a good yep. guy ninety percent of the time, but he got to make them decisions. Of the time where that nigga is like an absolute evil, like evil, <laughs> like bro, that's objectively evil. That nigga was like, yeah. oh shit, little girl, your powers are strong. I'm about to mentally break you up, nigga. Like feel that shit up, my G. <laughs> and then just live with her, like yeah, Jean Grey, we going on missions, not knowing. Like, I'm, I'm in your <laughs> and that would be a great. That's why I think it has to be like. A, isolated thing because i feel like you really need the creative control to do whatever you want with both those characters because like you said it's like magneto denzel being magneto is like the likable villain but him is like the 
kind of evil good guy. Yeah, so, like, you guy see the X-Men like, oh, team oh, oh. he brought together, but you looking at him and you just see that little darkness in the back of his eye, like, oh, he kind of asshole. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> nah, then, and gonna... they all slowly start to, like, get that about him. It's like, yeah, we fuck with Charles. But, like, there's something about that nigga that's just a little bit. <laughs> no, I was going to actually think it would be great. That, I... The aspect of, like, if, if Denzel really is Magneto, like, you're going to, like, you're going to more or less kind of need that as, like, a jumping pad or, like, as a foundation as far as to more or less how to build up the entire movie, in my opinion. So, I mean, it's all going to kind of be revolved around that big switch in Magneto's character in itself that changes just the whole story. Not the whole story, but a still reasonable amount of the story where other stuff is going to be impacted slash need to be reconsidered. Yeah. So to, it's to like, me they're it, too not, big. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm just saying like like pretty much like the to piggyback off of what you were saying as far as to the uh like the fact that this movie would need to be almost like a side project. Like mm. that in itself means that I mean you are kind of given the freedom and uh, opportunity to more or less make that the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, like right. to, to go away from the typical um, like X Men uh, like story in the sense that, like, yes, these are the big topics that's driving the movie, but at the same time, they they're still low key, right? Like, they're not mm-hmm. like in your face like that. But for this project, that's exactly what it's going to be. Because mm-hmm, of that, right. since you're bringing the background to the foreground, so much more is going to be impacted, including, like, the cast and even, like, their side stories as well. So, yeah. I mean, it's not just Magneto you have to consider is going to be Denzel. It's like how we were just talking about for Charles and even the, um, you know, uh, the, the mutants on both sides are going to need mm-hmm. to be different than what we're even used to. So, I mean, it's, like you said, it's like a completely separate movie almost into that point where... Yeah. I mean, you could, uh, it, it depends on the watcher as far as to what they like, what everyone really wants at this point in time. But if we're talking about like mainstream X-Men, like it's just, it's just not going to happen. At least not right now. Probably not for a while, for being honest, unfortunately. So, yo, who, <clears throat> yo, who's the um, character that had the super speed? Quicksilver. Yeah, in X-Men. Yeah, Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Yeah, just make that just a, a, ra- a random black guy. Bump it. <laughs> I mean, he is Magneto's son, so technically, if he is black, it would he would have to be oh. just just a random black guy who's fast. Bump yeah. it. They'll go with that. I mean, that'd be crazy because he definitely get shot by the police. That'd be the, the crazy ooh. part, though. Yeah, but he dodging it, bro. Ooh, 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 sure ooh. too slow. That probably be how he discovered his powers. True. Damn. <laughs> See, I'm trying. It could get, t- get real deep, Woo. but you know that's why I said we're not ready for it because I don't think anyone is going to have the courage enough to write that story the mm-hmm. way it needs to be written. Like mm-hmm. to be real honest about what's going on in that way. You know what I'm saying? Because t- I don't know. I just don't think that they would allow it to land. Like we're getting a lot more shows that kind of are more open with discussing this. But in that superhero realm, I just feel like there's going to be some weird pushback to not let it land the way it needs to land. Like, mm-hmm. they did it with Black Panther, which I was happy. But even then, you know, if but you I mean, take they a look at that story objectively, yeah, it was still kind of like Michael B. Jordan made sense. But it felt like they added that edge of craziness. So you just couldn't fully be on his side. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And then they didn't 
explore that debate a little bit more of like, look, bro, like, and I'm talking just being a person from, from Africa, not even an African-American, but like, um, having a country like Wakanda in the types of conflicts that have gone on in Africa for those niggas to sit there and do absolutely nothing. Like that's a big, like what the fuck is going on with y'all? Where like, were that's, they at? That's a, yeah. That's a huge, a huge like issue. Like niggas would have a serious problem with that. And mm-hmm. I don't honestly think that T'Challa or even his father, knowing that that stuff was going on and them being so advanced, would have chose to just opt out of that situation for as many years as they did. But hey, but real know. talk, they was right though. As we see with Wakanda part two, them right. niggas coming out got niggas thirsty for vibranium, which made my nigga Namor have to pull up. <laughs> you feel me? If y'all would have just kept on letting them do what they do, everybody be living happy right now. <laughs> That's true, but yeah, so I just felt like they wouldn't allow them to write the story. It's a story I want to see, but I don't think uh, it's going to get greenlit in the way I need it to get greenlit. But if they did it, though, I, I to me, that'd probably go down top top five favorite movies of all time, if they did that. Mm-hmm. I think so. He, said before, he said before I even see the plot. If top you five. did it right, <laughs> if, you told, if the team was right, so Denzel's in there. John Carlos in there, and I. And there's a director and writer that I like can go to their projects and go like they've written great stories and directed great movies. Oh yeah, I I definitely could could put it in my top five without it being released. Mm-hmm. I'd have that confidence. Hey, I'm a, Damn, I'm he said stocks. I, I I I put my money behind it, but I ain't gonna lie, my money is more behind John Carlo Esposito than it is Denzel. <laughs> Denzel gonna do what Denzel gonna do, but that's facts. I still would rather have that nigga as Magneto. I'm sorry, right. just too smooth for the either side. Yeah, he'd do a great Magneto too. Like you know what I'm saying? The, he's a talent, but I feel like his Magneto is gonna be evil. Like that's it. It's just like he's a yeah, great evil like Magneto. Like the, the I would be scared if I was not a mutant and that guy was Magneto. I would move away from wherever country that nigga is. Like, that's how I would feel. With Denzel, I'm like, oh, maybe, you know, there's a discussion that could be had. With him, I know it's genocide. I It's over with. I know niggas is getting killed, for sure. Getting spilled. Anyways. All right. Uh, is that it on that one? Anyone else closing comments? No. All right. Let's jump into the anime segment. So, oh, first up on the anime that, segment. That Rock Lee short. Well, Rock Lee Short. I see in the, the notes something about Rock Lee Short. Uh, I don't see it. Oh. He's talking about in the very top. Oh, you talking about over there? That mm, oh, I don't know what the short was, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but anyways, Record of Ragnarok season two drop. Uh, I watched it. I don't know who. I know Graham's watched it. Anybody else watch it? All right. Well, light review mm. of the the series. I guess we can we can talk about our thoughts. Um, definitely, the budget went up. I could tell that. Um, the animation is a lot better than season one, but I did see still see with that Hercules and um, Jack the Ripper fight some of um, that three D cell shaded shit here mm. and there, uh, which I wasn't a big fan of. But overall, I thought it's getting a little bit more interesting as far as the two fights that we saw. 
and the one potential fight um, between like Buddha and the Loki little beef thing. We had Hercules and Jack the Ripper, and then we had um, uh, the, some sumo dude. His name, yeah, the, this huge sumo guy versus um, what's his name, Shiva, of uh, the guy, the, uh, the Indian guy. guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. To me, I didn't really like that second fight with the sumo guy. I actually liked the Hercules-Jack the Ripper fight a bit more because I liked the battle of ideals. I thought that he was a... I'm a sucker for strategy, so Jack the Ripper's whole play with what his real treasure was the whole time I thought was, like, really Mm -hmm. dope uh, and nicely done. Uh, I liked the whole, you know, talk about Hercules stuff. So that one I liked a lot more than the second fight. But overall, I think it's a better season two than season one. I just hate that they take so long on these fights. Like, they take, like, three episodes. Yeah. And sometimes oh, really? it's good. Sometimes yeah, it's that bad. Yeah, that, that, that was the thing that got me. Yeah, you're only getting two fights a whole season. Like, I was pretty disappointed to just be like, you know, I wanted a bit more. So exactly, because didn't, say, we get, didn't we get three fights during the first season? I think so. We got, because we, um, we got Adam versus, versus Zeus. Dude. Yeah, we got Adam versus Zeus, the Swordsman versus Poseidon, and then Lubu that was Lubu versus Thor. So yeah, we got exactly. That, and yeah, I was so like, I was to... like, I was like, please let us have three in this season, but nope. Yeah, to me, we needed a bit more on the fights, uh, especially being that it's like a year between seasons. Like to only get two mm. fights, I finished the whole thing in a day that whole season. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. bro, I need, I needed a little bit more if you're gonna make me wait another year on the next. Wait, season. so again, how many episodes are these seasons? It was ten episodes for the second yeah. season. Now I feel like it might have been minutes. twelve. And yeah, I, think I feel it was like I, minutes apiece. I feel like it might have been twelve episodes for the first season. Don't yeah. quote me on that though. But yeah, either way, that they I feel like they used the episodes that they would have had a third fight in to do this whole um there's like a conflict between the gods going on thing mm-hmm. with Buddha and um like some of the other main gods. So they wasted like an episode or two on that. Um, yep. and that was where I think they could have just filled it in with another fight. Um, but instead, we know at the end of the season that like Buddha is up to fight and he basically is a traitor. So <laughs> um, yep. for the gods. So to me, either way, I'll still keep watching. But I would say this season was better than the first. And I'd overall give it maybe like a maybe like a decent as hell minus to a decent plus. I can't say it was like super amazing. Like I said, the the formula is the formula of any of these uh, tournament arc type of shows. So like your Bakis, your Kagan Ashras, it's, you know, this person pulls out a super move. You think it's going to win, but no, this person has another one up. So it's just a one up battle until you finally find out who wins with some backstory added in there. So the formula Mm -hmm. is the same and I've seen other shows do it better. So to me, it's just like a nice watch because I like the lore of the show. Like I like seeing the different gods. I love seeing the humans they pick. And I love seeing their little interactions in the audience with like the people that were familiar with them. Um, but like I said, the Bakis and the Kagan Ashers of the world have done it better. So I can't give it that high of a rating. I got to say, MGG, I'm very surprised that you, you didn't mention this one thing. The sumo dude. <clears throat> Given that he's yeah, this, no, ext- given that he's this extremely large guy and everything, you know, he's very lustful and all and all of that, and loving on all of these, you know, regular sized women. But as soon as he saw the um, the Valkyrie chick, who is 
a even larger woman than what, what he was. Basically, think of uh, Futurama with the Snoo Snoo women. And he mm-hmm. said he saw he, when he when he saw him, he was like, "Oh yes, that's me." Yeah. Man, instantly flew to it. Was like, "Oh yeah, I gotta have you. You mind?" They and basically she was, got married. Basically, they basically got married right there on the spot on site. I was like, I was like, oh yeah, that's 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 one for the guys who like big women right there. Oh yeah, she, no, he was climbing her. You could uh, climb her. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> I was, I was like, I was like, okay, so this is this is literally a snoo snoo battle right here. I, I respect wow. that. And then and then um I, and then I also loved how um how much um I was also getting like partially um Hinomaru sumo vibes from the sumo guy with his fight against Shiva. I was like, okay, okay, you, you guys are. You guys are, you guys are, you know, um, hitting me a little bit in, in the fields with that one because I, I was definitely, um, I was, I was, lo- I was loving that aspect of it, especially with all of the rest of the like sumo guys all showing their su- their support and everything that the whole camaraderie as as guys who who live that same craft, saying, yeah, this is this is one for us. He's doing this for us, um, especially as somebody who who really hasn't been big in sumo or whatever. You know, given that we're from America, you can see how everybody um, was together with 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 that support. So I, I was feeling that a lot, and then just the whole idea of, of Hercules. You know, even 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 with his fight all the way to the end, um, his whole fight uh, was done was done out of love. Um, he didn't have a not a drop of hate um, while he was fighting against uh, uh, Jack the Ripper. Even though you Ripper. know, even though we know uh, all the craziness that Jack the Ripper has done, he still didn't have a drop of hate for him. So I was like, I respect that. Yeah. What would you give the uh, show season two? <sighs> because they only had two fights, I can't give it more than a decent as hell minus. If they if they would have had a if if I would have got a third fight out of it, I think it would have been a solid decent as hell plus. Okay. But they hold me. I agree. Uh, okay, on to Blue Lock going crazy. I don't know who put that down there, but I agree. Who, who, who tossed who Blue Lock going crazy on there? Nobody? Oh, it's none of us, real? Player 5, that wasn't P5, you? was that you? Blue Lock going um, crazy? You said which one was me? Blue Lock, Blue Lock going crazy? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've just been watching Blue Lock shit. Uh, if you haven't, wake up. <laughs> um, and... Right. Um, yeah, uh, you know, most recently where I'm at it in the anime, I, I, I decided sub is good enough to watch sub. It ain't so good. Wait a minute, yeah. <laughs> I had to get across. I had to Holy get across. Sh- yeah, I guess Blue Lock really is going crazy. I'm at the I'm at the point where uh, they like are in stage two, and they start out Ooh. with three people. Then if they lose, they drop down Ooh. to two, and they got to build back up. And this nigga borrowed. Garbage, bro. Like, what you mean garbage? The king, quote unquote, the king. He just basically buff as fuck, and he be manhandling these little kids. But he also like, no, I never pass, bro. I he was like, he literally like, I'd rather lose than pass the ball. And and, and they trying to play with this bum. He get beat up like three niggas on him, beat this man up, bro. Nothing but giving the ball up, straight bum. And then he's just still over here talking about some how he the king. I'd have been like, bro, don't pass this nigga the ball, you fucking bum. He thought he was Kobe, man. What to you me, what you mean? The, <laughs> the special Kobe, thing about eighty one, he put up five. Hey, bro. Hey, the special thing about Baru to me though, but first of all, two things, bro. One, the blue lock player base going crazy. I'm 
I'm manga caught up. And I'll say this. The part they tried with Baru, he he gonna go through some shit, whatever. But the part he at right now in the manga, let's just say like niggas is ready to see what this nigga did. Cause like he let's just say niggas is ready to see what this nigga did. Hold on, question. Right now we just got some some shit. Uh-huh. Question, does the manga really hit hard? Because I, I feel like I feel like that one would be kind of hard to to really to really slap without I mean, the animation behind it. All sports anime. That shit slaps, bro. Like, cause the thing is, it's more about it. It works. The animation, like the the drawings are good. Like, yeah, it's gonna hit harder in the anime, but no, I I um to me, the way I caught up with Blue Lock was the same way I caught up with Tokyo Revengers. That's how that's how much I like Blue Lock. So mm. when I was when I watched, uh, I don't even know how I got started with Tokyo Revengers. I think I started with the manga. But basically, I started a couple pages of the manga, and then I'm just like, bro, I couldn't stop reading that shit until I caught up. That's how it was with Blue Lock for me. Once I started reading that shit, I could not stop until I caught all the way up. They do be like, pissing that's me how off. interesting it the, is, the tension they build. In the anime, they leave you on all these cliffhangers. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now I feel like that's the, the catch, really. That's what drives you yep, to the next one. So. Mm-hmm. I might, I might exactly like eat within the match it just be so much tension and it'd be off three that's the thing about soccer like the goals are not a lot so you were talking right. about like one to two three maybe five goals maybe have been the most i've seen but i would say three or below is like the max amount of goals you're seeing and it's like they're building that tension over like 10 15 chapters of like one match is really like an arc in in blue lock so um, it, it was good though, but yeah, anyways, Baru, like he stays on that, that like, that is his ego is I'm gonna do this shit on my own. And they like, try like, yo, that nigga Isagi, he tried to get him to do that. And then like, whatever. But have you seen him outside of the thing yet? That was the one thing that I did like about Baru as a character is when they take him out of the soccer match. He just like a funny, like clean freak, regular clean ass nigga. Yeah. <laughs> but in in soccer, he's an asshole. But outside yeah, of soccer, like, he's just I like, hey, yo, what's up, bar? Like a thug, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I expect the bar to be like, oh yeah, he like a uh uh um uh Ichigo, like a you know, like a, right. or, or you're a messy, a thug nigga. I'm like he a yeah. clean freak. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, I thought man. that twist was decent. I like that. But, so you know, other than that, though, I think uh, Blue Lock has been going crazy. I like everybody's like little skills. It's kind of interesting. Um, but moving on to my next one, uh, this is an isekai. I think is one of the most uh, interesting. It's kind of like it, I mean, it's still just like you know your classic isekai trash, but it's interesting. Uh, saving eighty k gold for my retirement. Um, basically this girl gets the power to jump between our world and a fantasy world. And then she like, damn, um, I'm just going to make money out here. And she like, <laughs> like, instead of like going and learning master skills, like the first thing she do is go teleport to America, get guns, learn how to use them, strap the fuck up and then <laughs> go back and start selling random <laughs> shit like from the dollar store and people like yo the craftsmanship nuts <laughs> <laughs> so i'm just like um it's funny it's funny i like it so far i say watch oh, it i gotta add like something there though i just like how uh the sekai genre has literally just become like 
a nigga's just like, what would I do if I went to any psychi world? I would no, do this. And then talk. they make a whole series no, about seriously, it. No, like, seriously, bro. That's literally like what it's East, become. Oh, my God. The <laughs> whole genre is literally whatever, bro. I mean, you could be yeah. a sword. You could be a, a skeleton, a fridge. Like, what, what else they got? I'm right. a fridge. Be a no, I'm not even joking, bro. There is a manga out there. Reborn as a fridge in another world. Like, what? <laughs> hey, wow. yeah, as, a, as a handyman, right? The handyman. I saw that too. Farmer. There's, there's reborn farmers, as a by the way. Bro, it's literally <laughs> devolved into a bunch of random shows about bro. 100%. If I went back in time to these medieval niggas, this how I feel now. <laughs> this is exactly I love what it. I it's would hilarious. do. Every, no, real every, time, every show dude. is just like a what if, a big ass what if. Like mm-hmm. being a manga writer, like right now, I mean, like for at least for isekais, like they practically just, selling them like Netflix. it's like they it's just greenlighting like, everything, bro. They just greenlighting everything, everything and seeing what stick. Just oh, it just really what you go, you want to be a sock in the isekai world, right? Stand, <laughs> real talk though, the, that's, that's the, really the world's the world's joke. most powerful double S rank sock. Right, every right. time, no joke. <laughs> you laugh, but anime. bro, give it like a couple of months, you are gonna see it. Like someone listening to us right yeah. now, like that's true. This is it's crazy out here, dude. Yeah, the, the 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 biggest thing that kills me about all of them is that it seems like most of them end up with a harem. I'm like, geez, how many people gotta have a harem? That's just part of the Isekai, Socks. bro. Again, socks need a harem too, man. Everybody needs. <laughs> <Socks> need <laughs> to be fair. If a random nigga that looked completely different from everybody pulled up and was like, hey, bro, I got magic powers. Want to hang out? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> this nigga magic, <laughs> bro. Like, <wow>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hanging out with a dude. But that's been That's lit. true. Like, you got to think about it in the American context. If an alien came down and was just like, hey, bro, I came from another world where shit is just way better than what y'all got. And, like, I fuck with you. You want to do this shit, or you want to go adventuring with me? I'll probably pick adventuring with that nigga. Like, (laughs) especially to millennials and Gen Z. No, you're not wrong. Right? Yeah, Yeah, they're they're practically wishing for ish like that. You know that that brings me to a side conversation. I've been asking people: It's it's the new bear. Would you fight a bear or a caveman? I just be asking people like, yo, if an alien pulled up on you. And was like, hey, bro, you, you want to come with me? We're going to go to this alien world. I got you. Everything paid. We're going to have adventures. But it's for a year, though. But you, what? you'll never get this chance again. What's up? And I'm allowed to... Am I allowed to collect things that I go on yeah, this alien adventure want, and bring bro. it back? So you can bring it back to back to the homeland, huh? I don't get what you... He, he said, I don't care what yeah. you do at your planet, bro. You... You can take it <laughs> back. I'm I'm writing that letter. Hey, bro, I miss you. I'll see you in a year, son. I love Facts. you and all that stuff. Well, but okay, wait, wait, wait. The one caveat though is your safety guaranteed. Or is this low key like oh, a Rick like, and Morty adventure? He like even oh, if he say, kill you, bro, I'll regen you. Oh, oh, say less. Yeah, okay. What's the risk? Exactly. I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm gonna keep it a oh. buck. I can't fix space A's, my nigga, so you wrap your willy. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 we doing none of that. Hold on, my man say, even if you get reincarnated, you still got space A's. That's crazy. So all right, so would you go to would you go into that that same world if you had to be reincarnated as a sock though? Since you want to talk about this whole sock shit. My double S rank sock. Would you would you be a double S rank sock? Reincarnate me. 
reincarnate me, bro. I ain't gonna lie the whole time. No, no. Here, you are no, not thinking about this. Think about all the smell. You're not thinking about it. No, no, no. Pause, 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 pause. You gotta think about a lot of broken isekai ish, though, my guy. If you are double S rank and magic's involved, magic literally means breaking reality. There could be a spell that makes you look like a human. You see what I'm saying? Nah, all I'm saying is thinking about all these nasty feet that you're going to be placed on in order to power people up to be able to do all this crazy stuff because you're you you still a sock at the end of the day. You got to start from the bottom. <laughs> right? You feel me? And literally, the I'm, bottom I'm of people's S feet. ring sock. <laughs> literally the bottom. <laughs> hey, hey all, speaking of that, it just brought to mind, I forget to talk about this on previous podcasts. There's this old, It's. I found out it came out a few years ago, but there's this anime called Oda Cinnamon Nobunaga, and it is hilarious to me. I haven't finished watching all the episodes, but I watched the first episode. The concept is, it's like that Nobunaga, that warring uh, samurai period. All of them have been reincarnated into modern day dogs. So, so Oda Nobunaga Cinnamon is what he got named by his own uh, his owner. So that's why his middle uh, name is like Cinnamon Nobunaga. But in his mind, you know, it's Oda Nobunaga like talking a bunch yeah, of shit. So he's yeah. just a dog going around doing that, and then he's meeting these other generals, and then like um. Uh, what's his name? Like the Date Masmune, if you guys remember him, he's the guy with the eye patch in like the Samurai Warriors games or mm. whatever. He's in, he's like reincarnated in this small ass dog, and they just be having like back and forth in the like I'm telling you, it's just fucking hilarious. Like I don't know, I think I just enjoy that concept of like when uh Japanese TV shows put like people in these like super serious jobs and like dumbass shit, like uh Way of the House Husband or mm. like this type of shit. I just find it hilarious. But that show, I watched like a couple episodes dying laughing, just looking at these dog generals talk to each other about shit. But then at the same time, they're fucking dogs. So. I'm surprised they're not going around biting everybody. That's what I would have thought. No, they're well, not I mean, doing you, you that. Gotta, you got to activate strats, bro. You can't be biting everybody as a dog. Yeah. No, um, they're not doing it. That's the funny part is they are dogs. Like, they still act like dogs. So, like, they, they're loyal to their masters and they mm. get on PC and shit. But then when they get around each other, they start talking like military generals. So they just like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm trying to figure out who. But like Oda's trying to figure out who betrayed him when he died in the past. So he was just like, yeah, I'm trying to understand who betrayed me. And they like having interactions and trying to figure it out. And then meeting new like army general ass dogs at the same time. It's just I'm telling you, it's hilarious. But anyways, I'll I'll get off my horse with that. (laughs) Um, the last one I kind of wanted to talk about, you know, I got to first of all apologize to Jugga because he been put us on uh, to your eternity, but it took me a while to get on I'm hooked. Shit goes crazy. <laughs> Wait, I don't, I don't think that was me though. It was. You was the one that was hyping it. So to your, to your turn. I mean, like I heard good things, but I personally haven't watched it though yet either. So I'm saying oh. it's not me. I've only watched the episode. Maybe it was like you say you watched one episode? Yeah, I watched one episode. It was all the feels. That was pretty much it. Hey, man. And then I was like, I could watch the rest of this, but I've heard like the, the internet was like, you know, niggas was crying and all types of shit. And at that time, I was not in the mood for like super emotional shit. So I, yeah. He already got a baby doing I all the crying watched, for him. 
Yeah, no, I just watched Ranking the Kings. No, this was before the baby was born, but like I watched Ranking the Kings and I was like, you know, I was already feeling some type of way about them treating the disabled Bogia kind of way. I was like, I'm not finna double it up with To Your Eternity. I'm good. I just keep it a buck. (laughs) To Your Eternity is a for real emotional roller coaster, nigga. Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, damn. <laughs> hey. this, bro, you fucked up in the head, my nigga. Like keep, that shit hurt. Yeah. Keep it a buck, boy. You tearing up? Oh yeah, they got me. They got me. Cause like, bro, you know, I'm used to the normal way TV shows work. You know, get introduced to a character that's the main character. So like, they got me once or twice. Like, I was like, okay, now we got our main set of characters, and I'm just, uh, yeah, we we going into it. You know, it's been hella episodes. Oh yeah, I'm knowing these niggas. These my niggas, bro. <laughs> yeah, the goat. The niggas just get fucking splattered, bro. I'll be like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> no, that show, that show, serious, bro. That's all I gotta say. But Ooh. yeah, watch that when you are in a comfortable mental state. That's not comfortable <laughs> mental. So, good, so right? do not recommend this to my wife while she's pregnant. No, absolutely. <laughs> right. You gonna be up at late, late at night while she talking to you about some weird shit? Like, would you love me if I was a rock? No, that ain't it. But season two going hard. Uh, I like it. Uh, and for those that don't know, uh, it's a, a show about a basically an immortal being that when something dies near it, it can take their form and their memories. Um, oh. And so far, he's been alive for about like 200 something years. So, you know, you go through all of his history. Ain't shit skipped. Damn. You feel me? So like, yeah, bro. Been with my nigga Fushi. We, we just, it's, it's crazy. Go watch it. If you're in a solid mental state. Right. <laughs> Disclosure. Really good story. Okay. Top, top, top three anime I'm watching right now. Easily. Okay. I, I thought you were about to say ever. I'm about to say, oh, whoa. It ain't that good. It's good. It ain't that good. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, okay. Uh, jump into the Trigon remake real quick. Uh, I only watched the first episode. People have, I've seen some clips on TikTok. I can't say people have been saying good things. I'm iffy about if I'm going to keep watching it or not. I did. I was hoping for a Trigun, a Cowboy Bebop, and a Yu Yu Hakusho remake for the 21st century. But I was not hoping for a reimagining, so to speak. And this feels a little bit like a reimagining. Like uh, Vash is a little bit younger. Um, the stuff with knives is, I I think, a little bit more prominent then maybe it was in the show because I only seen a couple of episodes in the beginning and read a few chapters. So I don't know if the knife stuff was so up up front in Trigun, but like they bring it in real early. Like they talk about the brothers in the first episode. Uh, They kind of give you the backstory of what's going on where I thought from what I understood from Trigun, that all happened more towards the end. Like all this stuff sort of revealed then. So it seems like it's more in your face uh, with this show. Um, so is that like the literal driving factor of the show as far as like, so he talks about searching for a million knives, like in the first episode, they show like at the end, you know how they have those like villain cutaways. They did a villain cutaway to him looking for Vash. And then Mm -hmm. in the beginning, it starts with like their mother putting them both in like a ship to Mm -hmm. like, you know, save them from some stuff, which is all stuff that I thought really ends up being a twist or surprise at the end of Trigun for most of the people, instead of something that was like, 
hey, these niggas from space and and this shit happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I didn't know about all that. So Um, that's the differences that I'm already starting to see. I will say uh, this about it. I I love Trigun, first off. Uh, Seen Mm -hmm. it a couple times. I think everybody should see it. Shit's amazing. Um, But uh, I think that in Trigun, they do tell you all these things, but they I think they space it out throughout the show. Yeah. So you get bits and pieces because like knives is is prevalent in a, a you know part of the show from the very beginning to the very end. Is that you don't get the full information dump. They kind of spread it out. But I would mm. also argue that that might have been part of the reason why people didn't fuck with Trigun maybe as heavy as it should have been fucked with. Because, like, yeah. maybe it's a bit confusing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to watch it a couple times to truly, like, kind of understand understand the story. So I, I could see somebody making that be, like, an a, a artistic choice. Like, let's give niggas kind of, like, the pre-information they need up front instead of forcing niggas to watch the whole show and decide that they like it or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I haven't watched a new one either. But, <laughs> um I'll watch it. I just want more episodes to come out and be finished, right. so I ain't got to wait. To me, my biggest gripe is just, uh, I do want, I want remakes of these old shows, but I want them to remake them and just, like, modernize them a bit, not reimagine them, if that makes sense. Like, you can go to Yu Yu Hakusho and, like, watch it and go, like, I can cut the fat here, I can cut the fat here, I can cut the fat here, and basically make, like, a Yu Yu Hakusho Kai because I don't think anybody nowadays wants to deal with that level of pacing that we had, you know, back then. That's the mm-hmm. bigger issue about just straight remaking the episodes to like what they did with Shaman King. But I even think with Shaman King, they made some small adjustments and it didn't actually feel that bad over the way they broke the seasons up. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they fully, I can't remember how I watched the original Shaman King. So I don't know how much stuff was cut out. I know they made some changes, but I don't know if it felt like, it was really cut. I felt like I was the watching filler. the same show. Oh, okay. So they got rid of some filler there. So to me, it's like you can get rid of some filler and then, like, I think speed up the, the way they get to certain things. Like, Yu Yu Hakusho, like, there was a few episodes of him being, like, a spirit and doing miscellaneous spirit shit. And then it was like, oh, now the Genkai stuff happened. It's like you can trim some of that fat, make it faster. And that's kind of what I want out of, like, a Trigun remake or – um a Cowboy Bebop remake, but Cowboy Bebop doesn't need to be shortened. It's already pretty thin to me in general, so I think it's fine. But those are what I was looking for. I don't need them to look back at those shows and go like, how do I reimagine this for now? Because I'm like, the audience that they're targeting isn't the audience that's going to be drawn to it, in my opinion. When I see Trigun, I'm drawn to it because I have familiarity with Trigun, not because I'm like, uh, a 15 year old or 16 year old kid who's like oh this seems interesting let me watch it so mm-hmm. I feel like when they do stuff like that you're not paying attention to who's actually mm-hmm. being pulled into the show and who's being pulled in is like all the niggas that know Trigun from the 90s or early 2000s but yeah. whatever yeah. that's my little soapbox about it I'll, so uh, I mean the last the ahead. last question I had for you though is still uh, the animation style difference Oh, you got to say that again. I think you broke up a little bit. Yeah, he's skipping out. He's, was, he's saying, frozen uh, for me right now. Like, can you guys still hear me okay, though? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're good now. 
I was just saying, as far as like the last thing about uh, the one thing I've been put off by it, or at least haven't wanted to start it, was just the uh, animation style. It seemed a bit off to me. That at least, like, I guess I'm just kind of setting the way as far as the Trigun style. And I was hoping that with the updated Trigun, it wouldn't, it wouldn't at least be 3D. It would just be more like an updated, nice animated 2D, like. Like, like yeah. not like Demon Slayer, but at least, like, to that degree, you know what I'm saying? As far as, like, artistic yeah. goes, where you didn't have to go full 3D. So, I was And in my mind, that... oh, sorry, just as a quick question, is it cheaper to do the 3D stuff? Is that why they end up going there? Because I feel like it must be cheaper hmm. as to why they keep doing this instead of the 2D thing. Because I can see that if you don't have to, like... I guess, draw in the same way. Like you, you're having computers generate most of these actions and movements and then maybe using some motion capture. But like, I don't know. It just seems like, uh, especially with Netflix, they push a lot of their animes, even though this isn't Netflix, they push a lot of their animes to that 3D style. And I'm mm-hmm. just wondering if it's like from an animation standpoint, if that's cheaper and that's why they end up going that way. Like iGen did it. There was another one, Spriggan 12, that they remade that they also went that route with. And I'm just like, I'm just curious if anybody knows. I mean, I know like some CGI scenes are definitely cheaper to make, but to mm-hmm. to that degree, I, I, I just don't know. I don't know. That's, that's okay. a good, it's, a, it's an interesting thought, though. I haven't thought about it like that. Yeah. But if that is the case, that would honestly kind of just make me a little bit more salty. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, damn, okay. (laughs) I'm even less excited for it now, to be honest. I would say, like, to your point, though, about the the way the animation style looks, I would think that it's going to – I agree with your point that if you're coming from original Trigun to this, you're going to be disappointed because you're married to kind of that art style and that flow of things, and you want to just see that modernized. But if you were just coming to this as like a 3D animated show, I think it's one of the better ones. That's the way I'll put it. Okay. It's it's done better than some of the other ones I've seen. All right, that's fair. So I mean, though well, yeah. you only checked out like an episode or two, what would you actually give the rating so far? Um, it's not for me. I might continue to watch it if I have time. But, like, the way they're pacing and the story's going, I feel like it's going to be one of those it's not for me type of things. Is it um, slow or fast? Uh, it's hard to say. I would say... Well, I mean, I would say it's somewhere in full, the middle. I would say, yeah. like, you got with, that With full one plot, episode then. in, it's hard for me to gauge. And then it's like, I'm trying to watch a sub, and they already it took them a while to get them subbed, so now there's only two episodes subbed. 30 minutes. The first episode was, I told you that introduction and then like the the news reporter lady got introduced. Uh, I don't know if the second episode might she introduce the pastor or whatever. Yeah, I, was she not before? Uh, the, the main girl that followed him used to she was an insurance agency or insurance person. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, she's a news reporter. Oh, that's yeah. She's some sort of like reporter person. I don't think she's an insurance agent. So, yeah, she was there trying to get a story, I guess. And then, you know, his whole, the bounty thing's still there. So, yeah, I would say it's, like I said, it's a reimagining. So it's hard for me to see how it's going, but it's giving more of this, like, it's geared towards that, like, 16-year-old, 17-year-old 
like a new fan into the Trigun versus somebody who, you know, yeah, does that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I uh, think that, well, let's see if y'all can hear me. My thing not showing up. Can y'all hear Yeah, we, we can I hear can, you. Yeah, yeah. All right. My thing not showing up is being heard. But anyway, uh, I was just going to say, I think that um, it sort of has to be a little slow just to kind of get, like, the message of, like, um, Vash's whole thing is like you, you don't have to kill a person even if you got a whole bunch of power basically Superman but like I think it impacts harder when you see him go through all the trials and tribulations managing to do all this stuff without killing people just have to fucking kill somebody at the end you know what mm-hmm. I mean so like I think it has to be a little slow but I'm interested to see like I said once it all is finished and I can just watch it in one go I'll probably watch it. I like the series. Yep. Then mm-hmm. I'll come back to y'all and let, let you know if it was ass or not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair. All right. Well, I'm going to have to jump pretty soon, so I'm going to just toss out my MVPs and goofies before I leave, and then y'all can <laughs> enjoy the rest of your discussion. I got to give my MVP the uh, gentle uh, shout-out to my mans with the, with the rubber band. Uh, the villains in general have uh, semi-made this little piece of trash a little bit more interesting. So I appreciate the gentle comeback. That's all I'll say. Uh, as far as Goofies go, uh, this one is tough. I'm, I'm like, trying to rack my brain to see if I could think of anyone for serious. Oh, I would give it to CP0 because uh, they got finessed. Um, Kaku and uh, Rob Lucci uh, definitely got their ass curb stomped. Yeah. Um. They thought shit was gonna be sweet, and it wasn't. Uh. Well, I won't say curbstone, but like they got, uh, you know, countered. And I think, you know, I appreciate One Piece moving forward into this whole, you know, whatever think, the fuck is going on. Next. I think you are very accurate to say that Rob Lucci got curbstone because he basically got dropped twice. Yeah. In but the span again, of what, less than ten the, chapters. They built up that hype again of like, oh no, maybe like, because first we were already on the like, they suck. Then they right. built it up like, maybe they don't suck. And now right. it's like, no, they suck. So no, they suck. I'm like, yeah. y'all deserve kind of goofies <laughs> for say. basically doing that bullshit of like, right. you know, pretend like you just been do some shit and then didn't. But yep. yeah, that's it for me. And then for Black Clover, shout out to Asta, uh, you know, putting in work. I fucks with him heavy. Um, we're going to see where this shit goes next. My Hero still sucks. One Piece doing a good job. And then good job to all the side shit that's coming out. All right. Hmm. You li- you lucky you leaving because we were definitely going to get on you about that gentle thing. but Right. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's okay. I'll, hopefully next time I have more time, we can unpack it fully. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. All right. Peace, y'all. Right. Peace. All right. That's, the next thing we were going to discuss... Uh, you're going to talk about... Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about Eminence of Shadow real quick. It's um, mm-hmm. another newish anime. They're in like the teens of episodes now. It came out like the, um, what, uh, fall of anime? Like fall, winter? It doesn't matter. Anyways, uh, the reason I bring it up is because one, it's just overall pretty decent. But two, it's like, it's reasonably serious. Not serious, but it's like, a, it's, it's a mad decent anime. But the, the premise of it is what like, it's funny to me when you think about like the whole thing, kind of like a, an overlord standpoint, but anyways, I'll get into it. So it's uh, it's an isekai about a guy where in his real life wanted to be this kind of Batman anti-hero in a sense, where 
where he wanted to do like not exactly good-ish things, but he wanted to do things that other people would look at as cool. You know what I mean? Like he was like the the kid who wants to be the hero slash anti-hero for other people to look at him as the cool hero, anti-hero, you know? Like, he yeah. would literally set up scenarios, like, in the real life, where it's like, oh, snap, my, my classmate just got kidnapped. It'd be really dope if I come out at this point in time, at this place, you know what I mean? Like, he would, like, try to literally scale it out. But yeah. it's like, damn, after she sees me up and save her, I'm almost, like, such an FNG. Like, that was, like, that's, like, his mentality, right? So that was like his real life. He ends up getting got. I was like, stupid way. But anyways, um, excuse me. He comes back to life, you know, in the isekai. And like his whole thing is just to be like this broken character, right? But again, not a broken hero, but a broken low-key hero of darkness in the sense that like he owns this super shadowy organization that just does random like just gangster ish in the background you know what i'm saying so there's already like a good side and a bad side and his side is like the chaos that just fn does whatever the fuck they want you know what i'm saying so imagine so like this is the isekai world right imagine there's uh trying to think like the main thing is kind of like um a demon cult human organization that's like all about harnessing demon power technology etc and then you have like the actual um like kingdoms that more or less is like for good want to do their own ish but there's a little bit of corruption aside and they're more or less doing a back and forth right but him and like him being super broken and also um his organization you know members being super broken they would just come out of nowhere and just like you know like whenever there's a conflict between the good and bad side his organization comes out and just starts to, you know, just like jock, like pretty much throwing like a chaos element of it. And in that, homie's just like, damn, what would be really dope right now? Okay, this this fight's about to happen over here. All right, say less. I'm going to low-key pretend like I'm super like Clark Kent in the sense like, oh, man, I'm so scared. I don't know what I should do. Like, he's literally thinking this like, oh, my God, I look so weak right now. But in the background, he's like, oh, man, I'm just going to go home after this. But then he comes out a little bit later like, oh, man, I'm just super like leader of the shadow organization that beat down the main evil guy while people look at me in awe. And so it's like, but that's again all happening in his head like the plan is unfolding like how he wants but on the outside if you're just like a bystander looking at it you will literally be looking like how he wants you to look at it so that's like that funny element of him just doing gangsta kind of typical isekai ish but going all along the plan of it looking like gangsta isekai ish by the main guy so it's just kind of hilarious the fact that it's like actually really dope like like the whole plot and like the animation the fight scenes are actually pretty decent and like the whole power structure of it but just that the whole story is just following this guy wanting to look cool more mm-hmm. so that's just why it's like so funny looking at like every kind of interaction with him. but anyways like you uh, said, seems to be, it's a chaos for everything. Even for the really people is. that try to I make mean, themselves look cool. Really is, <laughs> just every like every season, I get amazed by a new isekai just like storyline. Like it, like for like at least like the past almost two years, if I'm remembering right, there's just been the isekai genre is just having wild right now. Hey man, I'm just waiting for somebody to get isekai into the hood. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh I got, I got tied on to the west side. 
Anthony jumped. Hey, check it out. First first thing they say, check it out. Yeah. <laughs> I guess one time I got reincarnated as a trip. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that would be funny. This so is why black people need to start making anime because this needs to happen. Oh like, man, you go you go you go get somebody jumped. <laughs> man. Say gonna glorify. Oh, you know what would be funny? Real talk would be funny. It's just have like a racist like slave owner reincarnated oh, as a black man. That I mean I mean that ain't that ain't far from um Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, been real. Know, Uncle Ruckus, but just uh, see them have to navigate through that that world. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Like that that that'd be that'd be interesting. Cause honestly, I just don't see how Buddy even survives after like a few months if that. I'm not gonna lie. Like shit. But you gotta remember he's in a black person's body, so he doesn't have those white privileges. No, no, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying, like, all of the like the self hate and just having like to deal with it, and then like, because I mean, you already know that all you got to be is in one bad situation to say the wrong ish. And if you were like a past slave owner, like that's gonna happen, like what within the first week. So it's like just to see how Buddy survives that interaction. That's what I'll be looking for. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> homie's about to die literally within the first week of him being alive. He, gonna he be, makes it, bravo. He gonna be throwing that hard R every sentence. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Right? <laughs> I'm gonna do another black guy that's just hard like, oh, no, no. He's like, no, you chill out, boy. Like, right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, it's just, like, how is he gonna survive again? And he gonna try and he gonna try to like to appeal to the white people, right? So I mean, I, I guess like as you said, it's gonna end up being an uncle ruckus, maybe, but I, I I don't know. Like I, I just don't know. All I know is it sounds like y'all making it right now. Y'all making the whole script and the plot and everything for it right now. Y'all remember that movie where um man, uh what's that that comedian? Chris Rock. Chris mm. Rock got isekai into being a rich white man. He like died and woke up as a rich white man. Y'all remember that movie? I have no, no. idea what you're talking about. Like how how old are we talking? Like nineties or something? Oh, this came out in the mid-2000s. It was a Chris Rock movie. He was, uh, I think he was going voting, going to be president. He was trying to be president. Oh, uh, I mean, that wasn't, I mean, that wasn't a white movie, though. I mean, like, that was, that was, no. oh, that was a head of state or something, right? I mean. There's one, no, about. okay, maybe I'm confusing, too. There's one where my man died. And got reincarnated as a rich white man. He was like yeah. in the hood and like trying to like date a black lady and stuff like that. I have no idea what you're talking I, about I, right I just, now. I never heard about it. I mean, I'll have to Google this. Wait, hold on. I'm going to look it up. Y'all can keep moving. Bet. I'm going to be like, I've never heard of that movie. Watch yeah, as soon as he right. says it. All right. What's the next thing we, we, we're jumping into? Uh, let's see. We weren't going to do the OSTs. Um, oh, we were going to talk about um, the strategist rankings and where mm. like Ayana Koji fall. True. So, you got to give me some background on Ayana Koji. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll start with that then. So, okay. So, Ayana Koji is from a anime called Classroom of the Elite. And um, Buddy is just a... What's the best way to describe him? He's just kind of like a geni- a genius manipulator 
that initially came to the school as like a safe haven for like a background plot. We don't got to get into spoilers really, but he's more or less at the school to kind of just chill and get by. Like that was more or less his goal when he first enrolled. Right. But based on how classroom of the elite works, it's more or less everyone using their own intellect to not only get good grades, but also to more or less survive. You know, like, like like there's really like a point system uh, enabled in the school where you have to use um, your points to more or less like buy food, clothing, like it, it's your money as well. It's your money, more or less. Um, and in any case, because of X, Y or Z. He's pretty much got thrown into a subplot where his class is trying to move up the rankings of classes by using uh, a, a ridiculous amount of means, right? And like a whole bunch of scheming and conniving goes on by different parties, X, Y, Z. So he's like, all right, this is the life I'm in, then let's make this work, right? So from that point in time, he literally just starts like multiple plans, sub plans, and master plans to move him and his class along to like the top of the class of rank A from rank D. And in doing so, he is more or less by himself manipulating like the entire school and like on multiple levels and, and in ways that can reasonably be seen as like villainous, even though his personality and like, he's just like, you can call it, he's either so smart or he's just like, just mentally wired in a way where it's not like he sees himself as doing bad. He sees himself as only completing the goal of getting to rank A, like the one of them personality, one of those personality types, you know what I mean? Like you don't really think about how a person's going to feel or think about this. You only care about what you do to make a person do X, Y, or Z to benefit yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he does it in such a way that it's just, uh, I mean, like, like you think that it's like, oh man, he's making a mistake, but he's really not. Like there, there there's, always a it's plan all part of the plan every single thing he does like everything is a plan everything is a plan even when you think there's not a plan even when you think he's failing at a plan it's all a part of his plan it's like, like even one of like things. it'll even show him like in shock like <gasps> what but then it's well, actually all part of the plan i mean like yes but no because it's just honestly that's one of the things i like about Ayano koji because his face doesn't change throughout the entire series like, he literally has just, like, a resting, chill face. Like, no matter what happens, Buddy's always chill, which kind of, like, supports that. Like, oh, like, I may be slightly surprised, but it'll still low-key within my calculations, so whatever. Yeah, but I just, most, I just think that's kind of, like, a mental thing. Oh, so. The most I see him give people is, like, a, huh. Right, <laughs> like, like a, a slight, a slight looking, like, hmm. You know, like, this was, like, oh, this, I only saw this happening, like, as a 10% probability, but you know what? I already prepared for it, so it's but, all like that, that, that's kind of... I'd like to um, say this is uh, my, my negatives uh, about his, uh, you know, smarts. Yeah, he is at a school that is academically competitive, but they even stayed at the beginning. It's not all about academics. It's competitive in, like, many ways. So it's not like he's just at a school full of geniuses. You know what I'm saying? That's one. Two, um, he he is competing against like zero competition. You know what I'm saying? At at best, you got like a guy that was like pretty crafty, 
You know what I'm saying? But never did they go like, oh, you're competing against somebody who is like your contemporary, like you're a genius like you. It's, I feel like he is just a a really smart kid at a school full of possibly uh, pretentious people that are not as smart as they think. And he's shitting on them by being like, Decent. You know what I'm saying? None of his plans have made me go, oh, shit. Even some of his plans where I've been like, yo, if you didn't find that girl's camera, you would have been fucked, right? Like, that was kind of a little bit of luck. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, hmm. I mean, that's where it comes into, I mean, uh, how do I phrase it? Like, is it really luck to say that this is the plan that ended up working out, right? Because I mean, like, in other cases, though, we've seen, like, a plan work out, but he actually mentioned, like, a couple other things he could have done. It was it's a little low-key at those times, but my point is that, is it really true that, oh, if you didn't find the camera, he was asked? Because I feel like he would have still made that work because of X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, this is so, what I'm saying. Her having pictures... Uh, would have been like a major um, wrench in their plan, right? Um, but she wasn't able to get those pictures because he he did make the the effort to go looking around in case anything like that was left. But like the fact that he found it, he didn't use any extra tracking skills. Like he even was like, "Oh wow, look at that! Like I got I got lucky and found this." You know what I'm saying? So like his plan that worked wasn't solely a part of like pure skill so that's what i'm saying like is he smart absolutely but when i start to think about him compared to like other strategists in anime like i don't see um what's buddy from promise neverland norman Mm -hmm. norman doesn't have a plan where her pictures fuck him over norman bennon thought about that you know what i'm saying norman doesn't get lucky and go huh i lucked into my plan working he he been had that ready for you you know what i'm saying whereas ayana koji and then also it's just like again ayana koji has great plans i still gotta have him as a upper mid-tier strategist because again he is not competing with anybody or in any ex- extreme situations. He's put in situations where you benefit from strategizing. They are putting him in the world like, hey, sir, please do this thing. Th- you are in this lane to do this thing. Now do it. They have to push him to do it when usually he just don't even want to. Whereas we think about other strategists like uh, Norman, like, you know, Shikamaru, they are in situations where people are trying to kill them. There is no, we don't want you to succeed, sir. Everybody wants you to lose because you got to die. And then they figure out ways to work around it. I, I can't put Ayana Koji up with the top tier niggas when his competition is low. He's put in the situation to do it. And I haven't seen any a super amazing strategy from him. So, so you're saying that if he was in, uh, if he was in Death Note, he would have he got caught by, um, by L way earlier than what Light did. I got a caveat to that. I I would say that on average, I do not believe Ayana Koji is smarter than Light. However, what I have noticed, specifically Light got caught for being hot-headed and trying to kill Lindell Taylor. Yeah. That is why Light got caught at the end of the day. He would not have got Fair. caught. Oh, Ayana yeah. Koji would have been like, mm, this nigga talking shit and walked away. You Fair. know what I'm saying? So <laughs> technically, Ayana Koji would have done better in the Death Note situation than Light because he's cool-headed. Not because I think he's smarter. 
But now mm. if we put Ayana Koji in a situation where light was in with like the, the paper and the, the wristwatch, like, bro, you got to think about what you going to do when you don't even know you the bad guy. Ayana Koji getting booked in that case. Light went crazy with that plan, bro. Mm. I mean, I do got to give him the big ups. The the one thing I do got to say, though, is that I think it's, I think it's, it's, ah, man. It's like your your logic makes sense as far as to you don't want to give him potential credit, but I feel like it works both ways, right? I mean, like I feel like like what you're saying is that there's more or less no proof to see what he would do in in situations where he has competition of relatively the same level, which makes sense because you are right. Like what we've seen so far, as far as like um, other students that truly has his intellect. I mean, this is pretty much going to be the next season, though. Check it out. Uh, but anyways, but we just haven't seen that yet. So like it, it's tough to really say, you know, like how is he going to do against fair competition? Again, that's fair. At the same time, you could say the complete, I mean, not the complete opposite, but it's just like, you don't know, right? Like, you don't want to give him the credit, but there's still a chance. So, I mean, like, in that respect, I would only just say that maybe a little asterisk to say that more information is needed. But to say that, you know, he definitely isn't ever going to be up here, I feel like that might be a little bit of a stretch. Um, I do want to give you big ups as far as to mentioning again, though, the uh, cool heaviness, like again, as far as the facial expressions too, but Buddy really does always put up his 100%. Like well, throughout the entire series, he never has a moment of him lacking. You know what I'm saying? Like he operates at more or less 100% throughout the entire time, which other characters, at least have we seen, have always been at least in a stress situation where it's like, fuck, like, what should I really do next? Slash, like, I'm in this mental state. I need some time to recover to get back to my good mental state. So then again, uh, you know, go along my 100%. Yeah. Which it seems, at least the proof that we've seen with Ayano Koji, we've never seen him been in a stress state. Like, that's, just because he's just always cool. Hey. That's what I was trying so, to think about. I was trying to think about the whole Shikamaru thing where, you know, if Shikamaru was in a rough situation, he has to do that whole little where he has to put his hand into that sick, that, 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 that little um symbol in order to, like, really think about, okay, what are all of the different possibilities and, and how should I navigate them? He doesn't have, you guys haven't seen that type of proof yet where he had to actually sit down and think about I mean, strategy. like, the true... It's it's a little tough to say. At least they don't show it in the series as far as to him, like, literally thinking. it. We, we just more or less see the results of his plans. So it's right. that's, that's another kind of, I guess, tough to say, to say, like, how long it really takes him to come up with said master plans. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a little tough to say. So I'll give you yeah. that one, too. I mean, um, the I one other from... plus, though, I want to mention, well, as far as, like, just identifying all his pros, is that at least, again, in his own, uh, you know, student atmosphere world, He's got martial arts and he has physical fitness. So he's not just a genius. He's not just a strategist, at least within his own world slash capabilities. He is physically fit and top tier physically fit. I will probably argue too, considering the kind of beat down he up and dropped class C in that season finale. All right, so, Batman. I mean, say again? All right, Batman. I mean, real talk. So, I mean, like, when I when I say that, as far as, like, a, a true battle of, I guess, like, not just strategies, but making stuff work slash um, opportunities and, um, 
and like true like, like I guess his his true arsenal and tools. If he if we're like putting him into different worlds where other strategists exist, I would think it's a reasonable um argument to say that he is definitely in that tier of other strategists, if not more so as far as like true physical capabilities. For example, Shikamaru with Naruto, like homie's got decent chakra. He's got some either a KK Genkai or like his, you know, juice who's up there. Like One second, just I'll be like, back. No, you're good. Like just to like con- consider that as far as the mindset. So I don't um, know. You know, I'll I'll say that um, I might be willing to put him at a comparable level to Shikamaru. Um, one, because I do not consider Shikamaru in the upper echelon either. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, solid B rank, if, if, you know, A and S is the highest, solid B rank. I consider him up with their, up there with Shikamaru. Um, but that is also me giving him, like um, – you know, like you said, the, the speculation bonus of that all we got is a little bit of hype from his background, but you know, we technically haven't seen him against anybody, but that don't mean nothing. He could be the GOAT. So I'll give him off that and the highest I can rank him up there with Shikamaru, uh, but not up there with like some of the greats. Hmm. And then again for clarification, gate uh greats, you're talking about who? Just for the uh, so like my Toppest tier of of strategists in anime are like people like Norman, that's S rank, uh, L, S rank. Um, let's see. Uh, what's uh, what's the guy with the um? He had the the uh the red eyeball or whatever. I was gonna yeah mention him. Fuck, what's I, I can't think of his name right now too. But you're talking about Cole Gias. Um, yeah, from Cole Gias. Oh, oh, Lelouch. Yeah, I put yeah. Lelouch. Lelouch. Maybe like A rank. <laughs> You know, light A rank. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The dudes that could be good, except they got somebody in their own universe better than them. So, you know, like people like that would be A rank. Um, and then B is for the people that are like, hey, you're a really smart guy, Shikamaru. You know, you got strats, all that stuff. But I don't think your strats allows you to just fold your universe, nor do I think that if I put you in other people's situation, you'd survive. Right. I, mm-hmm. I don't think. Ayana Koji hasn't shown me that he can go into Norman's situation, which I think is one of the wildest situations to be in and survive. You know what I'm saying? I don't mm. think you could give uh, somebody else the death note, and I don't see Ayana Koji catching light. You know what I mean? Mm. Which is one of the hardest things anybody on this thing could do. You know, if you want to be S rank, my idea is if I put you in the same situation L is in, do you catch light? Hmm. That's a, that's a that's a good way to think about that's, it. That's tough. I would. I mean, like it's it is a good way to think about it. I would have to. I would have to probably consider some ish. I mean, probably. I mean, one one thing I got curious about because I don't know much about. Um, I mean, maybe you guys do, but like the like the actual IQ concept as far as to like you know like genius level is this number of IQ and what that really means as far as like the averages blah 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 and I was just like literally looking up like some base information and supposedly Ayana Koji's IQ is between 180 and 220 and isn't Einstein's only supposed to like just for like a sacred example, only supposed to be like 160 or something. Yeah. Where where it's like where it's like literally like the the minimum of 180 is like already into like supernatural almost like territory. Yeah, I mean he 
He is supernatural strategist, which is why he gets on this list in the first place, right? If you're not up here, you 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 know you you're not on the list. But then Shikamaru was also put at over 200 for his uh, IQ. Okay. So again, okay. I think like that lines up for me. I consider him about there. All right, fair. Actually, now I just got myself curious again. So that that actually makes me curious about this one thing um, because there was this one this one show I kind of like saw. I was looking at a, a summary of it where basically they had all of these um, all of these different assassins and they were all put into this this one um, arena where they all had to kill each other. Where basically they had swallowed some type of gem and um, and in order for somebody to receive the um, the cure for that gem, they had to kill all the rest of the assassins. And then they'd be able to get the cure and get one uh, one random wish, no matter what that wish that oh, wish wait, was. You're talking about the zodiac, that might be what it was called. Yeah, yeah they were all like based on animals. About. Yep. Yeah, and there yep. was like one guy um, who was able to like um, simulate all different possible um, yep. possible scenarios that can happen throughout the course of his life. Is that something that you would call a smart strat, or or would you say that that has to be something that's like? Um, power based so like his ability just again for like clarification this is from um i forgot the anime but i think it's called like zodiac battles or something it's like literally like 12 um like like graham said 12 assassins that actually got a whole city um and they were literally like the whole goal was to kill each other blah 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 and like each assassin was based off of like one of the chinese zodiacs and the um uh, i guess already like you know spoiler alert but the 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 assassin who had the power of the rat had the ability where at any moment of time he can more or less see a hundred potential future situations and he had to choose that one out of a hundred to survive now mind you he has no physical uh, ability, like literally, like he he will die from like you know a typical fist fight. While everyone else has like literal superpowers, he's, he's going up against like a lot of supermans, right? And like his whole thing was, I can see the future, so I have to avoid death slash also find out the best path where everyone is kills each other off besides me, so I win. Yep. So pretty much at every moment in time, I forgot like the true criteria, but the big thing is that at any moment in time, he can see a hundred futures then has to choose one. Then more or less do it again and again and again over the span of the whole battle probably took my guess, maybe like three, four hours, something like that. So he literally did this like hundreds of times looking over hundreds of possible futures until again, spoiler alert, but he ends up winning where everyone kills each other off except himself. So yep. That's that's the background. So, is that something that y'all look for when you guys are considering? Okay, this person is is a high strike character because I know that sometimes we can view the stuff as like superpowers or whatever. But I would give them big ups for it. But it, mm, I, I would say yes and no, just for the simple fact that it was ah shit. I guess with a hundred, yeah. I mean, you you do need a good amount of strats to survive in that kind of situation. True, it's still seen though that it's uh, how do I phrase it? It's still lucky, you know, because like you're still more or less choosing between amount of options. Where in my opinion, like strategists still do stuff to make the future slash goal that they want. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. 
it's tough. Like in the end of the day, he's more or less saying like, huh, all right, let's just do that. Compared to mm, what do I want to do? Let me make this happen to do that. You know, where it's like, it's, to me, it's like, it's a slight difference where it's like, I can't really put them up to the true strategists that literally have to come from nothing. You know, like he's still being presented with futures. But in this case, in like uh, the other main strategist's case, they're making futures happen. You know, I, I don't know. Like to me, I feel like there's just like a slight difference there that's like he may be right under that aspect. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. I feel like if we put in that situation, like a Lelouch, a Light, a Shigamaru, a Nakoji, whoever, uh, I feel like they're able to, like, they wouldn't have to go through the full hundred. You know what I'm saying? Like, they would, all, like, as soon as they see, like, one possibility in that example, they could already know that that's going to be the good choice, you know? Mm-hmm. That, that, that's how I feel. Okay. I guess I guess I always thought as IQ IQ people, as people who thought about all these different scenarios and said, okay, this is the best one. Right. Especially for so, people who are who are looking at like what you guys are saying, this Iona Koji, Iona Koji guy, he's planning out however long it takes for them to get from class D to class A. He's looking at all of these different scenarios and saying, okay, this is the one route that's going to get us to class A. Right. I mean, more or less. But I don't know. I mean, VP5 definitely made some good points. In any case, there would have to be there'd have to be a good amount of assumption and speculation there. But um, I think a good um, a good challenge for him is pretty much going to be as far as the next season, as mm-hmm. far as to uh, P5 mentioning as far as like true competition, because like the next chick who's ahead of this class that he's more or less going under is like is like literally one of like his uh, side like sibling uh kind of like uh what do you want to call it like experiment they brothers, in that sister, white room. whatever mm. right right the white room yeah so in any case she should be of like more or less the same iq as him if not maybe a little under a little over whatever but this will be i guess like the real thing to see like okay she's gonna put him under like some questionable scenarios and the but if he ends up treating this as like he's treated everything before, then I would definitely give him like a couple of notches up then considering our talk from today. Um, if he does show like some emotion that we haven't seen before, if we show, if he gets shown actually making some mistakes, that would be like, ah, okay. Okay. If he's already struggling against like one other person of his level, giving him this much trouble, then it's like, all right, like as far as dealing with supernatural type of problems that you don't even realize is supernatural and have to come to that whole like world perspective change, then yes, yeah, like he probably can't deal with that kind of stress. So mm-hmm. that's fair. Okay. That's fair. We'll see. That's legit. All right. Um, so we, we want to move on to manga highlights, manga highlights. Uh, yeah. Let's do it. All right. Um, so, I mean, Black Clover, um, you know, really my highlights from that, uh, I don't know. I think, well, as far as Black Clover, obviously it's in the tail end of a series. So it's just like. Wrapping up. Let's, let's wrap it up y'all. But, um, the thing, uh, I found interesting was that sister literally, the paladin literally has zero hands. Like this is the first time in Black Clover where I think a fight was just mainly fucking words, and like Asa just one shots her. 
You know what I mean? Like, I thought I mean, you would... I mean, yeah, but it's like, you, be honest. You didn't see that coming, though? I mean, I, I this is what I'm saying. I knew he wasn't going to spend a lot of time fighting on him. Anytime Asa gets a power bonus, the first person he fights is, is quick, short business. I knew it was going to be short, but dog. It was one hit. But, I mean, like, I'm not even talking about... I mean, but personally, I wasn't even talking about, like, the the power bonus. I mean, it it, it was, was, you know, you you mentioned, like, a fact, but I'm talking about just the whole Sister Lily point of it. I mean, like, I literally saw, like, there was going to be, you know, either a speech or a talk, heartfelt moment. Like, I knew the battle itself wasn't going to be real. Like, there, there was no way. I mean, even when, like, she first showed up, I mean, not first showed up, but, like, when she first, like, turned, I mean, even that wasn't, like, a battle, right? And, like, as soon as, I, I didn't even honestly think about it before, so I'll give, I guess, Black Clover, but it's also my inattentive to realize that he did get transported by Sister Lily's ability. Like, I didn't even think about it like that. It's like, oh, okay, so Sister Lily didn't mean to, like, body him, even though she definitely should have within that moment. Meaning that she still had control, meaning that it was going to end up more or less happening like how it was. Like, they already prefaced that. Like, I, I feel I felt kind of dumb watching. It's like, damn, that was kind of obvious, wasn't it? That <laughs> was like, shit. I, I um, ain't gonna lie. I wanted to see Summer Magic. Uh, and it's not really just her, like, the whole Paladin thing. Uh, I, I like, uh, I remember I said this from kind of from the beginning of Black Clover. I like Black Clover's take on, like, D&D role tropes. And then they kind of mm-hmm. turn them into like a whole thing. Uh, so I was excited to see what the paladin would be. And it seems as if it's just paladin in name only. And just like has, they have nothing special about them except maybe they got some extra demon magic. But as far as sister Lily went, like you can get to see it. She did her, her classic sister Lily punch and then got fucking one shot it. And then this is the part that disrespects me the most. They took two chapters to do that. Both. Yeah. <laughs> Both. The, the, those are my thoughts on, on, on Black Clover. Is that like, I used to praise Black Clover for cutting the bullshit and getting straight to it. And mm. right now they're seeming like they're going with the normal model of like, mm, let's stretch this out though. Mm. So. Eh. I mean, fair. I mean, the only slack I'm going to give them is that, I mean, we, we know it's on the downswing as far as, like, the series finale. So it's like, I mean, if they're going to do it anywhere, at least they're doing it here, right? So it's like, I don't know. It, it, it's eh. I mean, we'll see. As far as, like, overall, though, since the last time we talked about Black Clover doing the whole, like, just power system of the, um, uh, fuck, the, the, the people, fuck. I kind of think about the people called the shit like the the, the uh the samurai land well just for the sake of the rise of some people thank you <laughs> as far as like like there's like their overall land power structure etc i mean all that to me was dope i mean as far as like the for whole sure. grand scheme of it like I, I i enjoyed everything about it um i mean it's just kind of like another note that's like fuck like why is the series ending? Like you still like you can literally do this a do couple to three more times and like still be decent in my opinion. So it's like, damn, why is the series ending so soon? But that's just more like I guess the sad feelings of it. Like again, seeing this downswing, but eh, we'll see. Well, 
moving on to, from that, because literally I think both of us would agree, like, man, Black Clover could probably pump out three, four more years worth of content just with how crazy things going with the world building. Yeah. Uh, let's move into an anime where that's not the case and they need to shut this shit down. Shut this shit down. Yo, 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 anime, your manga cooked. Turn it <laughs> off, bro. But you know something? I'm going to say this right now, and this is uh, to go back to what MGG was saying about Gentle being his MVP. Gentle and Lady Nagant were fucking trash to me. And the reason being is for what we just mentioned. My hero is dragging on. It is doing the classic anime thing of stretching the nothing that they have left into three more years of content, and they need to stop. We, we Deku is already strong enough to punch reality out of existence. And somehow he finds a way to need gentle bum ass <laughs> and, and laden the god bum ass. Well, yep. Because if, if 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 they really wanted to, they could have they could have low key made it where where um where Deku touched touched the um touched the whole place where they were sitting on and made it just float on its own. If we if they if they really wanted to, they didn't have Fair. to bring gentle back. Right. Mm-hmm. Or they could have they could have somehow made Uraka do that. She could have got poofed and poofed through the darkness or whatever and touched the whole stadium and, and boom, now it's floating again. Concentrate on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just poof, it's floating. Exactly. So so yeah, I definitely don't think it was worth uh bringing him back because I'm I'm not a big fan of when they always try to take somebody who's on an evil path or I'll say the less righteous path and then try to make them redeem themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if some niggas want to be evil, let them be evil. Dang. Especially gentle, because my man was really just out here like thieving for real, knocking off Walmart's. You know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't really no villain. Like, yeah. why is this man thug. out here fighting for his life? He should have skipped town. Yep. <laughs> big facts. Big facts. But then they, um, but then they wanted to hit us with the whole um, talk no jitsu. So he's back. Yep. yep. Right. Literally what it was. Oh. It's like, damn! Like out of all the characters, like they choose, I, I, I don't know. It just seemed, it seems so out of left field. It, it just seemed like a what's gonna call it? Damn! Definitely it seems like these niggas are trying to make Avengers: Infinity War or Endgame, where the the scene uh, where they true. open the portal and every Avenger that you ever seen come through this motherfucker and give a quick quip. And, like, you know, part of me is like, yo, I got respect because y'all respecting effectively the source uh, content that you drawing this from, superheroes and American, the big spectacle, all the big action set pieces. I love it. But then you're doing it in a manga way. So it's like, bro, wrap this shit up. Facts. Facts. There's only one nigga that anybody in the fandom wanted to see, and that's Lamillion. We saw him. All right, everybody else, bro. Yo, cut. They doing something out there, and, and then he ain't even. And then he ain't do shit. He just the <laughs> He ain't do shit. If they, if if if, if, if that was anybody that they probably should have put, put some respect on is that nigga uh, Lock Rock because that nigga still. No, actually, I'm put some respect on somebody black, bro. They'll... Bro, but the fact that they actually brought him back to do nothing. 
Like I was exactly. Like, did you notice he was in that chapter to bring back up and up? Who was that lady Nagant? Or he been in a couple of chapter panels, bro. He been in panels here and there. He be in the background, but he don't do shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, put some put some respect on at least somebody black within the show. That's all I'm saying. He's the only black character, and he's arguably one of the most trash characters in the show. They could at least put some respect on him at some point somehow. Let the nigga lock the stadium or something. If we respect on a black character, me, I gotta get one extra chapter of this bullshit. I, I'm good. <laughs> in this series, bro, just let me know how to end so I can be done. Uh huh. Mm. Crazy. It's done. I, Cook. I feel you on that. I feel you on it. No. Yeah, they, they are dragging it out way too long, though. Yeah, dude. Like, how long has this battle been going on? This has got to be two years. We gotta be in this room. <laughs> Are we really? At two years? No, it can't. It can't be that long, bro. No, <laughs> it gotta Are we? Be two years, bro. <laughs> Damn, I'm. We curious, just talking bro. about this specific battle. Or I mean, I'm yeah, this specific battle. battle. Oh, I mean, since it's been like bad on the bad swing, I mean, yeah, it's been years. I, I'm just talking about like the the class, like the. I'm, I'm you talking about since the you talking about since the villains started breaking out of jail? That's what you're thinking no, no, about. No, no, this is where I counted from the moment they rehabilitated rehabilitated Deku. Right? Ah. When Deku was out there being bad Deku, yeah. they rehabilitated him, came up with a plan, put the plan in action. I consider this is one long mission, and this got to be two years into this mission. You're talking about from the point that he, um, the point that, uh, the point, school. no, the point that Naval Laser met up with, I think when he met up with, mm-hmm. with All for One. When they consolidated uh-huh. all their people, right? They finished, they like, yo, Naval Laser was the snitch. We got Deku back. We consolidated everybody, consolidated everybody. We decided what the goal was, how we going to do it. They got everybody and went out. At yeah. that moment, that's, the that's start. when I consider this mission starting. And we definitely own like two years in this motherfucker. Got it. Really? Feel like if it's, if it's two years, that's rough. That is like, oh, I mean, what is this? Was this February twenty three? So that means February twenty one. February twenty one sounds like a hit. That sounds like that's on target. <laughs> yeah, I gotta look that up. You want, how much you willing to bet on that? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it feels feel like it's been two years. It might only been six months. I was gonna say you willing to bet that goofy of the year on it? No, I, 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 I would give I you more than six months year. though. It's, it's definitely been more than six months. Oh yeah, it's easily more than six months. Yeah, I could I could maybe um, see a year. Two sounds like a stretch. I'm curious. I got to say about uh, uh, my hero academia. No, wrap trash, it up. <laughs> wrap it up. And uh, yeah, one piece. Y'all want to talk about that? I just got one question. Um, given that we we're bringing in clones, like actual legitimate clones with powers and all this other craziness. Now I'm starting to wonder how many niggas are actual clones of, of other prominent people within the show. Ah, see, no. Cause I'm seeing, cause now, cause <laughs> no. now I'm seeing stuff all over the place. Oh, Zoro, Zoro is a clone of Ryoma or, or, uh, Luffy is a clone of, of Raja. I'm seeing, I'm seeing all, all this stuff they all already, over the place. The one thing they did mention is that the amount of resources needed to even make a clone, bro. Like, no way. Like, no way. There's like, a whole clone army out there that's just been on the low key. Like, no, that, that's just one. That's the. I mean, the typical One Piece fandom throwing another. I mean, that, that's all. It I is. mean, technically, the Germa has an army of clones. 
on some Star oh, Wars. On some Star- No, no. They have a arm they have a whole army of these basic ass niggas that just they're like they're meat shields and stuff like that. The Germa. Germa sixty six. They have a oh, 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 oh. They technically have an uh, army of clones, so I'm like, if uh, if he has an army of clones and he's not at Vegapunk's you're level, still talking about no, nah, I mean that, that's that's you're still talking about apples and oranges right now, right? Like like they the the clones they've mentioned in right here are literally OGs, like the the warlords, bro. You gonna really see that? Oh, yeah, there's definitely some, totally some Yonko clones out there. No, there's definitely some no. Admiral clones no. out there. Like, no, but but no, we're not talking about we're not talking about those little robots. These kids, we're talking about Stussy. This is a whole human okay, being that's been living here for true, many years, and true, and nobody knows one. that she's a clone. But she was the first one. That's, they did mention she was zero. Um, and I will say that if you're going to start off zero with her, that's what I'm saying. I would if, be... if she's the original, how many other motherfuckers could be actual clones out here? That's, that's, that's why, that's why, that's what I'm saying. If, but... if she, if she is so perfected as a clone of the original Stussy, how many other people could they have possibly cloned? That's why they're saying Luffy could be a clone because he he technically was born after Stussy was um 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 the new Stussy was born or they're saying that I mean, um now they're saying that Weevil might be a failed clone of an actual failed clone of Whitebeard and there's they're they're saying there's a lot of possibilities of, of people being clones out here now. I, I'm just saying I don't think it stretches to I don't think it stretches to a significant level. If they mm-hmm. want to pull some some BS just to be like, oh, we got another clone over here. I mean, where it's like not even a main character, but like one of the side uh, piece, like One Piece characters. Mm-hmm. You know what? Fine. I mean, the One Piece world is so effing big now. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that to give you that. If they actually mention something significant to the sense of this is a clone of blank and this is definitely important because blank. I think that's just a whole new element that's just so unnecessary. Mm -hmm. I feel like the biggest purpose of the whole clone thing was just to introduce why Vegapunk himself is just more of a G that, you know, we've already given credit for. That's the only thing I'll really say there. You know what I mean? Like, if anything, it was like, like I said, again, just another device for him to get out of this current uh, scenario. If anything, I would actually consider that being an eight. So you're saying that uh, you're saying that he would just have one clone that he's ever made throughout the whole show. Uh, again, I'm not just going to say like only one, but only one of significance that we've been introduced to so far. And you got to even think about that. Like, Stussy, we've more or less just been introduced to her recently, too. You know what I mean? So for it to be stretched that far is what I'm saying. You know, it just sounds it just sounds like a big effing stretch. Plus, how many clones have we been introduced to right now that don't know that they're clones? You see, like Stussy knows she's a clone. Like she, she knew from the jump, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The effing like clone warlords, they got effing green blood, you know what I mean? They effing know. I mean, they literally have commands that they must follow because it's been wired into them, all right? For them to introduce that there are some other clones out here that don't know their clones and somehow like they're going to get to the main interaction between like uh, the elders and they're just like, nah, you a clone, sit that down and listen to my story. Just like, man, why am I sitting down? I would be hot. 
Like, <laughs> <laughs> you have me joking, bro. That's where it's all Also, also and you and like, y'all should sit. Right? <laughs> that's literally more or less what it is. So it's just like, bruh, no way. Just like just no effing way. Right now, I just felt like they're they're just playing games to play some games. And honestly, if we're like if we're talking about like uh, the whole moment with CP0 in general. The fact that Kaku and Lucci were already getting got, yeah. I would even argue that Stussy, at least in that capacity, wasn't even really necessary. Mm-hmm. So I thought that more or less her being a clone, again, was just unnecessary. So unless she shows some more ups than what we've already seen to like her true benefit of being a clone slash being a true homie to Vegapunk, I don't know. I, I got to see some more to really give it even the weight that Stussy deserves. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I don't know. Like, right, long story short, the whole clone concept is one piece. It's literally Oda, yet again, throwing out ish to get the community <laughs> hot. That's it. That's it. That's it. Which, I mean, it's a tried and true method for him. So, I yeah. don't really blame him for it, if I'm being honest. I mean, this is just how one piece goes. Mm-hmm. But it's like, community, y'all, y'all need to chill out, bro. Like, just a little bit. Like, come on. Yeah. I will admit, I will be very disappointed if somebody of significance is a clone. That that would yeah, that would be pretty annoying. Shit. It's like just why? I mean, like the like right now, the whole manga of like One Piece now is like uh, I'm actually haven't been this excited for One Piece in itself for a while because we finally got information as far as like the Void Century. Like finding that out was like, oh shit, that's what this is about. Okay, okay. Like, like stuff is like finally starting to really line up as far as like the true grand scheme of the whole plot to One Piece. Like, oh shit. And like even like the whole um like Vegapunk being a fruit user regarding his brain, that made complete sense to me. Like it, it like I was completely down for that. Like Vegapunk is a true genius now, and they actually have a reasonable reason for that. Yeah. And I would even argue they even hinted almost to the end of it more or less being his brain can low-key be wired to almost anybody in the end. Because that could be how the government loses its power. That's the internet. Everyone, because everyone, right. He created the internet. Right. Actually, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that makes complete sense. Like, everyone just getting hooked online, boom. Government loses power because everyone becomes educated, knowing about all the BS that they just He said, he said, boom, Twitter. <laughs> low-key. <laughs> in a way. <laughs> So, I mean, even I was even liking that. So, like, overall, One Piece is hot. I'll give him that. Clones, I'm gonna forgive him. Gonna forgive him. I, I, I would love, I would love it if, if he was able to like connect the whole world together and then somehow niggas were able to instantly torrent stuff. <laughs> we'll be like, oh, so, so niggas are online pirates and real pirates in real life. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Get ratchet as fuck. Nah. That's why they're gonna end the series when that happens. Yeah, right. Nah, they're gonna try it. Oh shit! But that's all. That's all I have for for One Piece. I was just curious about the whole clone thing. No, you good. Let's uh, let's go ahead and jump into the uh, MVPs and Goofies. Yeah, we can wrap it. Okay, uh, I'll I'll knock mine out real quick. Uh, my MVP uh, is I got two, and uh, and I got two. Uh, you know, Goofy suit. My MVPs are first Brock Purdy from the uh, uh, San Francisco Forty ers uh, to to be a rookie and basically go undefeated until the conference title, it's pretty pretty. And a third string player at that, pretty pretty wild. If he'd have won the Super Bowl, that'd have been a legendary story. But he didn't. But 
still shout out. Good shit, bro. Um, and then uh, the other MVP is a show called Parent Test. Uh, I would suggest every parent or perspective parent, or even if you just like judging parents to watch it, it's pretty fun. Uh, it's a show where they take a, a bunch of different parenting styles and then have their kids do like these different tests to see which parenting style works best. Uh, it's it's fun to watch. It's interesting. Okay. It, it gives you a lot to talk about, especially if you're a new parent, prospective parent. What you trying to tell us? Like, it. <laughs> I was just saying, careful. That ain't the point right now. So I'm, I'm a perspective parent. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But but for y'all, that's already in it might be a little more useful for y'all too. Also, with that being said, everybody, please make sure your kid know not to answer the door for fucking strangers. Facts. That shit's scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my Goofy is uh, uh, Rayo from Blue Lock. Uh, for those who don't know, there's like this super genius that can like uh, stop any pass. Like he's just really good at like playing soccer and stopping passes. And then there's this other guy, Rayo, who basically rides his coattails to the top. And then when that dude finally like, hey, bro, I don't need you no more. I'm going to go be my own man. He get mad. Fuck you mad at another man for wanting to go be his own man for you, bum. You a goof. <laughs> okay? um, and then gentle, because we didn't need you, bro. Yep. You left a bum, stayed a bum, came back to do bum shit. Next. <laughs> Can't wait to hear can't can't wait to hear MGG's counter argument with gentle. <laughs> but um, I guess I'll go next. My, my MVP was that uh, that sumo wrestler from uh, Record of Ragnarok, just because that man that man was living for this new snoo and died with this new snoo. I was loving it, and um, <laughs> respect. And then uh, I was I was kind of struggling with with coming up with a goofy, but just given how this week went, I'm gonna just give it uh, Dallas Fort Worth for this uh, ice. This snowstorm that we had 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 niggas locked in the house for the whole week, bro. Oh, it worked for the whole week. How much snow was it? I mean, it's not like it was like Chicago snow or anything, but it was definitely it was the ground was covered in snow, in which it was extremely hard snow. So we'll call it ice, where niggas cannot drive around or walk around at all outside. Mm, that's tough. And you, and you know that they don't put snow. I mean, they don't put salt or anything on the grounds out here. That's and and niggas crazy. were still driving like 70, 80 miles an hour. So you know that they were crashing all over the place. Bro, you know, you know they don't play. You, you know they don't play in Texas. So take the warm weather, but it's colder there than here now. Climate change, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like. I ain't seen no snow in a couple of weeks. Oh yeah, we were definitely uh, trapped in the house for the whole week. Mm. Damn. Hey, but we back out though. We out here. Yeah. <laughs> we had our mini COVID. Hmm. Jogging. As long as you got it together. Um, for MVP, what I've actually been, I don't know how I got like in this rabbit hole, but I got into the rabbit hole of Korean dramas. And bro, Korean television is something different, bro. Like it's it's not like it's crazy, it's just different in very interesting ways compared to i mean i've mostly been checking out like kind of a korean crime mystery slightly supernatural thriller shows and um that like the whole like their their story structure it's just it's just different than, than american television as well as like the acting and even I don't even know what you would call it, but something I noticed is like a super fun fact. I haven't never looked it up to feel like it's real, but I feel like it's real. Something you'll notice in Korean action television when driving, 
is that they will always put emphasis on putting on seatbelts. It doesn't matter the situation. It doesn't matter if it's a car chase. They will literally show the camera of them putting on their seatbelt before starting to drive. And I feel like that's a legal thing <laughs> because it happens too much. And it's just like, man, this this crime guy is getting away. He's like running to his car, gets to the car, but he says, doo doo doo. And then like go back to like super quick action pace. Oh, it's oh. just like one of like it's like one of those things that's just like funny to watch. And like another thing that I noticed is um regarding fights or or again regarding crime as far as to like truly chasing crime. One thing that stood out to me is just like why is this mother effing not pulling out the blammy? And then I actually looked being like, wait a minute. Gun laws really are different over there in Korea, where it's like the typical cop does not have a gun. Like, it is actually incredibly difficult for whether it be, like, a crime boss or not, for, like, anybody to even have a weapon. So I'm just like, why are there so many just actual, like, physical chases slash, like, all-out physical brawls happening in, like, cops versus gangsters versus whatever? And, like, that's not just for TV. That's the real life over there because they don't just be having blammies to pull out, like, willy-nilly like that. Like, they need special permission and, like, a whole bunch of paperwork for even a cop to use a gun to even be out there, period. You know what I'm saying? That's a bad bro. We know the criminal is strapped up. So for this one time, you can have a pistol. Like that's how it works. It's just I, I don't know. Like just just noticing like just the, like societal differences, and then that being translated to te- the television, along with like a whole bunch of other features. It's just been really interesting to check out, and some of it is just like really good television. If I'm being honest, so. In general, giving it up to K dramas, there's definitely a pretty um some pretty good ones out there. As far as like the supernatural bit, a whole different talk about it, but they can pull off supernatural television really well too. But anyways, um, so that's my MVP. Goofy, I've been having struggled for the Goofy too. In uh shit, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say not for the goofy definition that we have for goofies, but goofy as far as it just being funny goofy is actually magic and muscles yet again, just because we're down to like, I believe more or less the final fight. I don't think for the series, but at least for like more or less the start of the series to like this whole season, like arts leading up to this big bad villain, even in the main villain fight is just, they just make it comedic. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, again, yet again, I mean, I've been praising the show since it more or less uh, came on, but it really has the awesomeness of action with the goofiness of One Punch Man, like completely down packed in a different scenario. So even in this main fight, you seeing like, you know, like the main guy having like the goofy face, like, bro, I'm just doing this because I want to have a good day tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, again, the final fight, like, uh, the whole world is in jeopardy. It's just like, bro, you want a cream puff? Like, it's just, like, stupid, goofy stuff going on in there. Like, within, again, like, some real dope effing action sequences, you have, like, the background people just doing, like, how the fuck is this even happening via physics? Like, again, like, the goofy face, like, the one piece, like, what? Like, that kind of face. Or even, like, uh, main guy does something super crazy and, like, random anime trope of oh my god 10 out of 10 that was a perfect move you know what i mean just but it doesn't you don't see it coming so it's just like all around goofy but it still fits as far as the whole 
um, aspect and trope of the show itself, but it works. So it's a goofy show, but amazing show. So it's about to get animated. You heard it here first. It's going to make waves. Promise you that. So definitely check it out. Magic and muscles. Yeah, bro. All right. All right. It looks like that is it. Thank you guys for all joining in and listening on this episode. We will see you guys in the next one. Until next time. Peace. Dirty. Before I leave real quick, Jaga, I was gonna say um you should check out um uh juvenile uh justice. Oh justice? Yeah. I think something like that the where it's like uh, I, I saw it, it, it's it's low key on my list. I saw um like a snippet of one of the episodes and it looks interesting. That's yeah, the, uh, I watched that the first season, I enjoyed it. Really good. Oh, yeah. Same, man. Some of these shows, man, they have been, man, what was another, like, as far as the supernatural aspect, like, um, Hellbound? Hellbound was definitely crazy. Is that the one with those three, those three things, they'd be running around soul as hell and putting people to hell? Oh, bro. I what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, I guess you had to roll. All right. Wait for this. Oh, wait, it's still, wait, it's still recording. I'm going to jump back in. I'm going to jump back in under the main account and stop it. Okay, bet. All right, then. I'll see you. Peace.